0: On this Mother's Day, here are some words to describe mothers. Expendable, unnecessary, replaceable, optional, dispensable, non-essential, unimportant. Now, aren't those beautiful words? Don't you moms feel appreciated? Don't you feel edified as you hear your vocation described in those terms? Don't you feel loved? Don't you feel real special on this Mother's Day? Now, I must tell you, I personally would never describe mothers with any of those words. But according to many of the polls, I'm in the minority right now because I happen to believe in traditional marriage. In fact, according to an NBC News Wall Street Journal poll that was taken just a few days ago, only 30 per- 37% of Americans share my belief. Those being polled were presented with the following statement in question. The United States Supreme Court could decide that gays have a constitutional right to marry which would have the effect of legalizing gay marriage throughout the country. Would you favor or oppose the Supreme Court taking this action? Those in favor, 58%. Those opposed, 37%. Now, I'm sure that many, most, if not all of the people in that 58%, Would be very angry, they'd be extremely insulted if they heard me say that they see mothers as expendable and unnecessary and dispensable and unimportant, etc., etc. But isn't that precisely what they believe? All things being equal, if Adam and Steve can raise a child just as effectively as Adam and Eve can, then obviously. Eve is expendable, as well as unnecessary, replaceable, optional, dispensable, non-essential, unimportant, and a host of other similar things. That, my brothers and sisters, is the logic of so-called gay marriage, and almost nobody has the guts to talk about it, especially in the mainstream media. But it makes perfect sense, does it not? If two men can do the job at least as well as a man and a woman can, then aside from serving as a nine-month incubator for the child, the mother has no necessary or unique role to play in the child's life. None whatsoever. Of course, common sense and the experience of most of the human race for most of human history tell us that's not true. And interestingly enough, so do a growing number of adults who were raised by two people of the same gender and who now realize that they missed out on something. They missed out on something very important, something very special in their childhoods. One of those people is a young mother named Heather Barwick, I ask you to listen to this excerpt from an article she recently wrote, and the article is actually addressed to same-sex parents like hers. Heather writes, Growing up, and even into my twenties, I supported and advocated for gay marriage. It's only with some time and distance from my childhood that I'm able to reflect on my experiences and recognize the long-term consequences that same-sex parenting had on me. And it's only now, as I watch my children loving and being loved by their father each day, that I can see the beauty and wisdom in traditional marriage and parenting. Same-sex marriage and parenting withholds either a mother or father from a child, while telling him or her that it doesn't matter that it's all the same, but it's not. A lot of us, a lot of your kids, are hurting. My father's absence created a huge hole in me, and I ached every day for a dad. I loved my mom's partner, but another mom could never have replaced the father I lost. Gay marriage doesn't just redefine marriage, but also parenting. It promotes and normalizes a family structure that necessarily denies us something precious and foundational. It denies us something we need and long for, while at the same time tells us that we don't need what we naturally crave, that we will be okay. But we're not. We're hurting. Kids of divorced parents are allowed to say, hey mom and dad. I love you. But the divorce crushed me and has been so hard. It shattered my trust and made me feel like it was my fault. It is so hard living in two different houses. Kids of adoption are allowed to say, Hey, adoptive parents, I love you, but this is really hard for me. I suffer because my relationship with my first parents was broken. I'm confused, and I miss them, even though I've never met them. But children of same-sex parents haven't been given the same voice. And it's not just me. There are so many of us. Many of us are too scared to speak up and tell you about our hurt and pain because, for whatever reason, it feels like you're not listening, that you don't want to hear. If we say we are hurting because we were raised by same-sex parents, we are either ignored or labeled a hater. Oh, join the club, Heather. Say anything against gay marriage these days, and regardless of who you are, you are immediately called a bigot, a homophobe, a hater, and a lot of other bad things. And that's sad, my brothers and sisters, because what that does is immediately eliminate dialogue. The kind of constructive dialogue that should be taking place in this country right now about what is best for children. Not what's best for the adults involved. Not what the adults want. Not what makes the adults feel good. But rather, what's in the best interest of the children of our society. Jesus makes it clear in today's Gospel, at the heart of real love, and that includes real parental love, is self-sacrifice. Greater love than this nobody has, than to lay down his life for his friends. And of course it was Jesus himself who witnessed to that truth perfectly by going to the cross for us, to save us from sin and Satan and eternal death. As St. John reminds us in today's second reading, In this way, the love of God was revealed to us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might have life through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. This kind of self-sacrificial love is almost always ignored by the promoters of gay marriage. And that's a tragedy. Instead, what do they talk about? They talk about rights, the rights of adults, and laws, and personal fulfillment. And yes, they do talk about love, but by that, they normally mean romantic feelings. What they don't talk about is sacrificing their own wills and desires so that children will be able to grow up in the healthiest environment possible. That's probably because they know what that environment is. Deep down inside, they know what we all know. They know that, all things being equal, the optimal situation for a child to grow and develop is a home with a loving mother, and a loving father, a loving mother and father who are bound to one another in a permanent, lifelong commitment of marriage. Which means that, in reality, mothers are the exact opposite of all those things I mentioned at the beginning of my homily. Mothers are not expendable. They are most necessary. They are irreplaceable, non-optional, indispensable, and essential. In other words, they are very, very, very important. And, just for the record, so are dads.